You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Fibber, McGee, and Molly Show. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber, McGee, and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Huttle. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Parents are the same everywhere. You want your youngsters to have the best of everything. But after all, that's only natural. So it's only natural that many of you give your youngsters United States savings bonds. Probably no gift is more rewarding than this gift for the future. Because when those savings bonds mature, your youngster will get a return of $4 for every $3 you invest. $100 for every $75 you put in. Extra money that he'll surely need for school or college later on. In the meantime, tell him what it means to have his name on a savings bond. Explain how he's Uncle Sam's partner. How his money helps to build planes, ships, and radar equipment for our defense. Your youngster will feel mighty proud to do his part as a citizen. And mighty grateful for those extra dollars when his savings bonds mature. Give your youngster, any youngster, a United States savings bond. It's one of the best of all gifts. A gift with a future. And you know what Mort says to me then? The big smart Alec. McGee, he says, you'll never teach that parakeet how to talk, he says, because to do that, you have to be smarter than the bird, he says. Hand me the bird seed there, dearie. Thanks. But I had a very smart comeback for that guy, Molly. You know what I said? I looked the big windbag right in the eye, and I says to him, I says, listen, Toops, I says. This is Mort Toops, you know. Willie Toops' father, the kid that teaches. Yes, oh, yes, I know which Mort Toops you mean, dearie. Go ahead. So I ups to him, and I says, listen, Toops, I says, I'll teach that ten-weeks-old parakeet how to talk, and when I do, he'll be easier to understand than that ten-year-old kid of yours that you taught how to talk, I says. (laughs) And that's when the policeman came over and asked the crowd to move along. What crowd? The one that always gathers when you and Mort stop for a friendly chat? There wasn't any crowd around us. But there wasn't a dozen people (laughs) altogether. They all left anyhow when Mort refused to knock that stick of wood off my shoulder. Oh, well now, isn't that a little silly, getting into a fight over little birds? Well, it wasn't that. It was the principle of the thing. Ever since that loudmouth bought his little kid a set of encyclopedia, he's become an expert on everything. Uh Oh? And don't keep the bird in the sun, he says. It's bad for him, he says. Well, maybe it is. Ah, birds love the sun. 
Didn't you ever see them all out flying around on a nice sunny day? Well... Where are they when it rains? They're hiding up in a tree somewhere. Just let the sun come out again and the yard's full of them. I know, dearie, but if the encyclopedia says it's bad... That's right. Take their word against mine. Well, I didn't mean that, McGee. I just thought that... He's all right, right there in the sun, Molly. Look at him. He's as happy as a fox in the hen house. Well... Okay, if it'll make you feel better, I'll move his cage in the shade. I'll put him over here on the table. There. He does seem to like that better, McGee. Listen to him, Chirp. He's probably trying to tell us to put him back in the sun again. I haven't taught the poor little guy how to talk yet. He can't tell us what he wants. Has to just sit there in the shade and suffer. Well, I don't know. Let's try him back in the sunshine again and see what happens. Okay. Boy, this cage is kind of heavy. There. And how's that, Buster? Better, huh? He stopped chirping. Sure. He's comfortable again. <laughs> Sunlight's good for him. Everything is better off in the sunshine, Molly. Everything? Certainly. How about an ice cream cone? Oh, thanks. I had one downtown. Oh, you mean the... Oh. Come in. Well, hello, Dr. Gamble. Morning, my dear. Hello, sunny boy. Hi, Lancelot. Park the frame and set a spell. No, thanks. I just stopped by to take a look at the parakeet kids. I'm thinking of getting one myself. Oh, good for you. I might have known as soon as I'd do something, you'd have to do the same thing, you old copycat. You didn't invent parakeets, McGee. These birds have been used as pets for 300 years. Really, Doctor, that long? They don't live that long. I've been reading up on birds lately. Got some very interesting bird books from Wally Wimple. Did you know, for instance, that to teach a parakeet to talk, you have to be smarter than the bird? Which really makes it tough for me. Okay, okay, so you've been talking to more tubes. <laughs> he gave me a message for you. Oh, he did, huh? Yeah. He says he still has that stick on his shoulder anytime you want to come over and knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> Say, incidentally, Molly, if I were you, I'd take that bird out of the sun. Did more tubes tell you that, too? Powder pigeon? No, this is something I read in one of Wimple's books. Oh? It says birds in their natural habitat like shade. Now, and... you see, McGee, I was right. Move him back in the shade before he gets sunburned. Okay. If the book says so, I guess. There. Back on the table again. In fact, this whole chapter I read last night was very interesting, Molly. All about parakeets, was it? No, this particular chapter was on the American bald eagle. Bald eagles? Yeah, well, it stands to reason, of course, that if a big bird like the eagle doesn't like too much sunshine, a delicate little parakeet... McGee, what are you doing with the birdcage? I'm moving it back in the sun again. But the doctor just said that even a bald eagle can't stand... Look, kiddo, if a guy has a bald head, he stays out of the sun. But if he's got a hat, how can it hurt him? This bird has enough feathers on the top of his noggin to protect him from the rays of the sun. <laughs> he's no bald-headed eagle. And furthermore, what does that guy know about... <laughs> to Wistful Vista in a minute. We Americans have always been known as a generous people. Perhaps it's because we realize our good fortune in being in a position to give that we're so ready to share with those less fortunate in all parts of the world. Right now, in 1,800 separate community campaigns, the community chest is asking for $280 million, which is the amount needed to expand and carry out its current program. The United Community Campaign is a once-a-year appeal which serves all year round. When you give to your local community chest, you have the satisfaction of knowing that you're donating to worthy causes of all kinds, both in this country and abroad. 
You're helping to care for underprivileged children as well as for the lonely aged. You're showing your concern for our servicemen as well as for the Korean homeless. By eliminating many separate appeals, which would be more costly in money, time, and effort, your gift to the community chest is able to do more for the many. Bear that in mind when you make your contribution to the United Community Campaign. McGee, I'm worried about that parakeet. I keep telling you, Molly, he loves the sunshine. He's fine. He's just been sitting there with his head under his wing for the last hour. He's probably sleeping. Now, don't go waking him up. A little bird that size needs his rest. I can't hear him breathing, McGee. I'd feel better if he woke up. Well, then wake him up. Well, if he's really asleep, though, I wouldn't want to disturb him. Then leave him alone. Well, what if something is wrong with him? Then wake him up. McGee, don't shout. Now, look what you did. You woke up the poor little fellow. Uh, what? My gosh, Molly, you blame me for... Quiet. You'll upset him. You know how you are when you first wake up. Mm. Hello, baby. Did you have a nice little nap? Nah. I told you he was all right. Well, maybe, but I'd still feel better if the poor little fellow was out of that murderous sunlight. Look at him blink his little eyes. He's almost blinded by that light. Okay, come on, Buster, back in the shade. If I'd have known it was going to be like this, I'd have put wheels on this dead ratted cage. If I was this poor bird, I'd... Wasn't that our back door? Roger, boy! Oh, it's the old-timer. Hello there, kid. Hi, daughter. Hi, old-timer. Need anything from the grocery store today? I was in the neighborhood and Oh, I... uh, just a minute, Mr. Oldtimer. I'll go get my grocery list. Oh, don't hurry, daughter. I get paid by the day. Hey, still got that little green buzzard there, huh, Johnny? Yep, parakeet. You laid any eggs yet? No, he don't lay eggs. What you do, son? Can he sing? No, he don't exactly sing. Can he talk? Well, not yet. I'm... Can he smoke a cigar? I knew a parrot once. No, could... no, no. This bird don't smoke. Can he skip rope? Turn somersault? No, no, he just sits there on He's his... a good flyer, though, huh? Bet he flies real good. He can't fly at all. His wings are clipped. Hmm. Must make a very interesting pet, Johnny. Can't do nothing. <laughs> well, he's just a baby. He's only a couple months old. I'll tell you one thing. He ain't gonna grow no bigger sitting in the shade like that. All grown things need sun, son. Well, that's the way I figured, old-timer, but Molly thinks he's too delicate. Sure he's delicate. That shade is too hard on his eyes, Johnny. His eyes? You'll screen his poor little eyes trying to read the paper in the bottom of his cage there. You don't want him to wear glasses when he grows up, do you? He's got no ears to hook him on. Yeah, that's... Anyways, all living things love sunshine, Johnny. That's right. I don't know why I listen to all these people. I'm moving this cage back in the sunshine right now. There he is in the sun, and that's where he's staying. You see, he likes it. You see, putting his head under his wing, going back to sleep again. Well, here's the grocery list, Mr. Oldtimer. Well, I'll get right to the store with it, daughter. See you later, Johnny. So long, Oldtimer. McGee, what's the bird doing back in the sun again? I thought you just moved him back in the shade. I did, but the old-timer says the sun's good for birds. Makes them grow. Besides, if he strains his eyes and has to wear glasses... Oh, McGee. I wish we'd get this thing settled once and for all. That poor little bird must feel like he's living on a merry-go-round. Well, gee whiz, I've tried... Come in. Oh, hi, Wimp. Hello, folks. Well, I'm certainly glad to see you, Mr. Wimple. You are? We have a problem. 
Now, McGee, here's an expert on the subject. Mm -hmm. Is Mr. Wimple's word good enough for you? You betcha. If Wallace says the shade is all right, it's all right with me. Oh, I don't know anything about shades, Mrs. McGee. Every time I try to pull a shade down, it snaps out of my hand and goes, Cloudy, cloudy, cloudy. Cloudy, cloudy, cloudy. Cloudy, cloudy, cloudy. Oh, we weren't talking about window shades, Mr. Wimple. Well, the same thing goes for Venetian blinds with me. Every time I fool with them, they get stuck in the middle, and I wind up with half sun and half shade. We weren't talking about Venetian blinds either. We were to... Hey, that's it. That does it. What? Did I do something? I'm going to set this cage right in the middle of the window. But now, McGee, you agreed to... Come on, kiddo. Untie that tied-back curtain on the side there so it drops down and covers one side of the window. Come on. Well, I don't see what you're... Go ahead, do that. That's it. Right down in front of the cage. There, we got it. Well, why didn't I think of that? Half the cage is sunny and half of it's shady. Yeah. You see? That way the bird can make up his own mind. Wimp came up with the idea just like that. Half sun and half shade. I did? We've been fussing about this all day, Mr. Wimple, and you come along and settle it in three seconds. That's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, if there's any other problem I can settle for you, I think up the answers just like that. I'm considered... <laughs> Bibber and Molly will be right back. Well, here we are, all ready to start off on another weekend again. But every time we get to the end of one of them, you can be sure of wonderful entertainment all day Sunday on the NBC radio network. There's NBC's revolutionary new Sunday newspaper of the air called Weekend. There's great dramatic entertainment on Theater Royal and the NBC Star Playhouse. Adventure with James Stewart as the six-shooter. Music on the Golden Voices. Your favorite motion picture stars on two fine shows, The Hollywood Story and Ask Hollywood. A new concept of history is brought to your radio speaker on Stroke of Fate, while Bob Considine brings you news and views on the present-day world. These and many more wonderful programs bring the nation's best entertainment into your homes every Sunday when you set your dial to this, your NBC station. Always remember to tune where you hear the familiar three NBC chimes. They're your invitation to the best radio entertainment. Well, that wraps up another week, dearie. Yeah, have a nice weekend, everybody. And if you go anywhere, please drive carefully and courteously. A little more courtesy can mean a lot fewer accidents. And we'll see you Monday. Good night. Good night, all. <laughs> NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Wimple and Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble. This is John Wald inviting you to be with us again next Monday night for another visit with Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Laugh with Can You Top This next on the NBC Radio Network. Say goodbye 
apply to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.